Welcome back to the Disruptive Minds podcast. It is with great pleasure that I introduce our esteemed guest, Nikki Ballou, to our podcast today. Nikki is a Christian immigrant from the Middle East, and he holds immense gratitude for the freedom and opportunities afforded to him in this country. Nikki is a firm believer that business is not just a numbers game, but a people's game. For him, life is all about people, and so is business. With a profound love for connecting with others, Nikki recognizes the impact of the recent lockdowns and isolation on mental health, both for himself and others. As a seasoned podcast host with over six years of conversation mastery, Nikki brings boundless energy, enthusiasm, and laughter to every show he joins. His expertise lies in many diverse areas, from helping entrepreneurs scale their businesses by seven to nine figures, to assisting experts in becoming branded thought leaders, and to scaling their practices to significant milestones. Nikki also extends his support to CEOs, helping them become authors and podcast hosts, and guides the men on their journey to become better and more accountable individuals. An international best-selling author with seven published books under his belt, Nikki boasts two highly successful podcasts, The Thought Leader Revolution Podcast and The Sovereign Man Podcast, with over 400 episodes recorded between both shows. He has enriched the lives of countless listeners. You are listening to the Disruptive Minds Podcast, home of the entrepreneur. Hi, Nikki. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm real excited to hear what you have to say about thought leadership. And I was really hoping that you could give the listeners an idea of who you are, what your background is. I know you do a lot of books. I know you do a lot of podcasts and you know, you're a bit of a thought leader yourself. Uh, thank you, Bill. Really appreciate you having me on the show. It's a real honor to be here. Um, let me tell you my backstory. So I'm actually originally an immigrant from the Middle East. I'm a Christian from Iran. When I was 11 years old, the Islamic revolution took place in Iran and my late father, God rest his soul, he could see the writing on the wall. This wasn't going to be a place to raise his Christian family. So, you know, he um, he was a planner. He made a plan. He executed. He got us out of Iran. Took a few years, but eventually we settled where I now live, which is in Toronto, Canada. And uh, I got to tell you, when I was 11, obviously, you know, I was leaving my home, my friends. I really didn't like it too much. But looking back with the benefit of hindsight, that was the greatest thing my father could have done for our family, man. He took us from a legacy of tyranny to a legacy of freedom. And that's why I've become the biggest champion for freedom there is, uh, Bill. You know, I believe that inside every human breast beats the living heart of freedom, a desire, a yearning to get to live life the way you want to live it, to get to choose your path, to get to do what you want, to have the freedom to be able to create. And freedom is the basis of free expression. And free expression means being able to say what you want without the fear of being censored or canceled, any of that crap that's happening these days. And that's the basis of free enterprise, which is what every entrepreneur relies on to be able to create businesses that succeed and work. And to me, man, people like you, entrepreneurs, you're society's greatest heroes. You know, every good thing happens because you got the courage to dream. Every good thing happens because you go out there and try to make your dreams a reality and, and, and you work hard and you come up with with new ways of doing things that help your customers and you employ people and you help other companies do well because you pay them for their services. You take care of your own family, man. I salute you and every entrepreneur out there. To me, why we do what we do is to serve the entrepreneur and the freedom circle 
for me is what it's all about. And my late father, you know, he was an entrepreneur. He was the greatest of men, man. If you knew my dad, you'd love him. He was the kind of man that, you know, if you were looking for work, he'd make phone calls till he found you a job. He wouldn't just say, here, call this guy. He'd actually work the phones for you and say, yo, Bill, I got you. I got your job. Let's get rocking. And if, if you were trying to start a business, he'd sit down with you and help you get started. You know what I'm saying? Introduce you to who you needed to know. And if he knew you, and let's say you were trying to buy a car or a house, you didn't quite have enough money, dad would top you up, man. And he would just, he'd always say, hey, it's a loan. It's not a gift, but he'd never take the money back. That's the kind of dude that he was. You know what I mean? And people would go, come on, man, who does that? You're like joking. Nobody's, nobody really does that. I go, no, man, he, my daddy, for real, that's what he was like. And, and, and why? Well, number one is he was a devout Christian. He believed he'd been blessed by God Almighty. And it was his duty to share those blessings with other people. But secondly, bro, he did it because he could. He was rich. He had money. He had the ability to help people. You know what I'm saying? And for me, I got into what I do because I believed in, like, my father. I wanted to be like my dad, and I wanted to help other entrepreneurs. That, like, lit a fire in me. Like, God himself said to me, son, I'm going to bless you with the gift of communication and speaking and in writing. I'm going to bless you with, you know, a servant's heart to serve people that are out there doing the things I, I want to do and I want them to do. So I serve entrepreneurs. And when entrepreneurs are kind of like in the early phases of their business, under a couple million bucks a year, that's when they don't, you know, they're not necessarily super sophisticated about business yet, right? Right? This is the business mindset isn't there. They know what they're doing, but they're a little scared of a few things. They're scared of selling. They're scared of marketing. They don't want to come across like they're a pushy, slimy dude. So I help them out. I help them take, reframe that, 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 I don't want to be a slimy salesman or a slimy sales girl. And I reframe that to service because we're all about service. And if you're service driven, that's it. So we reframed it and rebranded sales to service. Nobody wants to be sold, man. You don't want to be sold. I don't want to be sold. But don't you love being served by some caring human being who has your best interest at heart? Don't you want to give him your money and say, yeah, I'm going to do business with you. Everybody wants to do that. So that's what I help people do. And that alone helped them double, triple, quadruple their business. And then I saw, man, a lot of people didn't know how to stand out. They sounded like everybody else. They even go on Instagram and try to be influencers like everybody else. You know, those guys and gals with their shirts off, they're like, hey, look at me, look at me. Now we got the business equivalent. You know, they, they say stupid stuff on Instagram or on YouTube or wherever. And they think, oh yeah, that means I'm a thought leader. No, it doesn't. It means you're just another dumb influencer. You wanna be a thought leader, man, you gotta think. You know, that's why it's this thought leader, think, think. Take the time to get the, the right thoughts in your head. And you do that, what's the difference between a thought leader and an influencer? You know, what's the difference between a thought leader and an expert? Well, a thought leader is someone who's known for what they know and what they know is valuable to people. An influencer is someone who's like sizzle selling. You know, an expert might know something, so they might be a little bit better than an influencer, but they're still not known. So me, man, I help people take what's in their head and in their hearts, turn it into actual, you know, commercial intellectual property, and I monetize it. I show them how to monetize, get paid. So I had a gal, give you an example, right? This gal, naturopathic doctor, great woman, spectacular woman. She made six figures a year, but her dad was dying of brain cancer, geoblastoma, and she was daddy's girl. She was devastated. She wanted to honor him because he was a successful entrepreneur by becoming one herself. So she comes to us, she goes, how do I do this, man? I'm good at what I do, but I'm not good at business. 
So we look at her and we go, okay, what's going on with you is you're trying to be all things to all people. When I asked her, what do you do? She goes, well, I can do anything for health. I go, no. Rule number one is don't be all things to all people. So I said, let's figure out who's your ideal client. So we, we, we had to do some things. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to show this to you, Bill, because you're going you're gonna to like, you're going to be blown away by how powerful this is, right? So I said, okay, we're going to take a look at, you know, this Venn diagram here. Who are the people you've had the best results for? So we figured out who those were. Who are the people that you enjoyed working with the most? We figured out those people. Who are the people who are easy to do business with? They paid on time. They didn't nickel and dime you. It was a pleasure to transact with them. Where all three of those meet, that's your ideal client. So we went through that exercise with her. It took a while to get it done, obviously. Brother, her ideal client was a woman over the age of 45, married with kids, successful marriage, successful career or business. But she didn't feel pretty anymore. <laughs> you know how women absolutely don't care about whether they're beautiful, right? Yeah. They all want to be beautiful. They all want to be sexy. So she went to them and she said, yo, aging, right, is not inevitable. Getting older is inevitable, but aging isn't. We're going to show you how to get your sexy back. I came up with that line. I'm proud of that. <laughs> in first year, she, she doubles her income. Second year, doubles it again. By third year, she doubles it again. Within three years, she went from six figures a year to six figures a month. And that, my friend, mic drop, is the power of thought leadership. That's really impactful. I mean, the Venn diagram you just laid out, so many people have a hard time capturing what is their target market, right? Especially when you start a business, because when you start a business, you kind of take what comes to you because you're trying to pay the bills. And as long as somebody's paying you money, you're paying those bills. But as you mature, right, you start to really drill down and go, what am I doing and who do I want to serve? Exactly. And it all comes in a loop to like what you were saying with thought leadership, right? You can't be the expert of everything. The jack of all trades, you know, doesn't really do everything perfect. And when you're going to go pay for a service or pay for a product, you want something that's significantly better or more effective than what you could do yourself with the resources you have. So that's what makes specialization, I like to call it a sphere of genius, um, so impactful. And that's what I think really makes thought leadership super important and super um, super key to business success, right? Success in business. Because if you're not the best at something, then you're just like everybody else. And what I wanted to talk to you about was you have all these books, you have all these podcasts, you're making all these appearances. You're demonstrating thought leadership every day. But how does your average business owner demonstrate thought leadership and build that credibility? Well, that's a great question. So number one is it's a marathon, not a sprint. I'd write that down if anyone's listening right now. It's a marathon, not a sprint. If your thinking is, okay, all I got to do is go on Instagram and be one of these business influencers that makes me a thought leader eh, eh, eh. nope 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 you actually have to think deeply about what you care about so first thought is um why am i in business why why do i do what i do beyond the money everyone understands everyone wants to make money i understand that beyond the money why do i do what i do you can't, it, it can't be a self 
focused purpose. It needs to be a bigger purpose than you. It's got to be about serving a particular group of people or society or what have you. Because God did not put you on here just to get paid while everybody else sank. You know what I'm saying? Super, super important for everyone to understand that, right? Because what goes around comes around. So people go, oh, Nikki, what about these cartel people that make billions of dollars? Yeah, man, they make billions of dollars, but they're going straight to hell. Don't kid yourself. And they're probably going to meet a nasty end because somebody that they screwed up around, screwed with, somebody's family member that they killed is going to come after them and is going to take them out. It ain't going to be a pretty end for any of those people, okay? They ain't dying in their sleep old. I'm telling you that right now. So you got to be thinking about why you do what you do, first and foremost. And then there's a process we walk people through when we work with them, where we say, let's take a deep dive into your favorite subject. You, you're your favorite subject. And that deep dive is, Bill, if your life were a movie, what would be the title of, of your life story? How many people can genuinely answer that? Really answer that. And then if we were to go through your life, what were your key touch points and learning points? When were the moments of adversity? Did you go through a divorce? Did your parents pass away when you were young? You know, did your best friend betray you and steal your, 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 your uh, husband or wife? These are the types of things that you need to understand about you. And once we take all that out of you, and this is a process, it takes time, we can use that to come up with well, Bill's gone through this, that, and the other, and that has made him really good at uh, resilience and relentlessness. And so that's why he's able to constantly innovate and develop new products. As an example, I'm just making this up as we go along over here, but this process helps us figure that out. And then we help you create messaging around that. And then you take the messaging and you put it out there. Now, if you want to be a thought leader and you're a business owner and you're thinking, I'm just going to go pitch my company all day long, that's a mistake. People are going to tune you out in two seconds flat. Nobody wants to hear pitches. People are done with that crap. You know what I mean? They're looking for an authentic, real human being. So those are some thoughts that I have around thought leadership. You got to go take a deep dive into you, get help from someone like me to do it first and foremost. And secondly, don't go out there and show for your company. And thirdly, don't be one of these, you know, banal Instagram uh, influencers who says really trite stuff and thinks, oh, yeah, that was thought leadership. Always be positive. Wake up earlier than everybody else. Nobody gives a shit about that. Give me a break. They want something real and valuable that they can actually use. That's what's thought leadership. Right. I, I, I really like how you laid out some of the things that are not thought leadership because a lot of people get confused. You know, a lot of people think if I'm just pushing, 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 creating contact content every day, I'm picking up the phone, I'm calling people, that they're getting somewhere, they're moving mountains. But really at the end of the day, it's about how impactful your touches are, right? Not how many touches you have, right? You can have a running back carry the ball, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 times in a game. And if they don't score, doesn't matter, right? What matters is touchdowns on the board. So what I think is really interesting about thought leadership is there's so many different ways to do it right. And we've talked about some of the positive examples of you know, how to do thought leadership right. But I was wondering if you have some 
really like low hanging fruit where people can start, right? Where somebody can watch this podcast, wake up tomorrow and go, you know what? I'm taking my first baby step, right? Taking step one. And I'm going to do all that self-discovery stuff. And I'm going to go and write down my story. I'm going to do that. But right now I want to do something. I want to get moving. I want to make progress because we all know in business, time is money. And some people, if, if they don't make that impact quick enough, you know, they might not be in business three months down the road. So look, I want to draw a distinction between keeping the lights on and developing thought leadership because there's no way to do thought leadership instantly. I'm sorry, but I'm a believer in the power of now. That's one of my values, right? If you're in business, you ought to be doing prospecting every single day. You ought to be sending out messages to prospects, picking up the phone and calling prospects every day. I send out 50 messages on various platforms, my email, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, to prospects, one-on-one -on -one messages, not a mass email, every day, asking them to jump on my calendar. So that's the first thing you ought to do. But thought leadership's methodical, man. You can't just go, well, what can I do today about my thought leadership? Well, smartest thing you can do, honestly, listen to this podcast. Go to my podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. Now, if you're serious and you want to get into your business, jump on a phone with me and say, okay, Nikki, I got a business that's X. I want it to be Y. Um, this is what's getting in my way. I'll ask you a few questions. I'll lay out a blueprint for you. I'll do that free of charge for anybody who wants to have that conversation and is interested in, you know, five, 10 folding their business. But let's be clear. All that is going to do is give you a roadmap on what you need to do. You still need to do it. You're on the wrong side of a whole lot of hard work. Right. I, I mean, somebody like you has been, you know, pounding the pavement for years. I mean, you don't get the 400 episode seven books overnight. No. <laughs> no. no. And, you know, I, I, I think it's like really cool that, somebody who's beginning their journey can sit down and they can look at, you know, what does this look like when it matures, right? And what it matures into is somebody that is able to have a successful business, is somebody that's able to come and speak on a high level about, you know, impactful things that matter. And yes. I, I think there's a lot of value in taking the time to discover what you're great at and, Owning that skill, you know, doing the whole like 3,000 hours of practice or whatever that quote is, right? 10,000. 10,000, bro. 10,000 <laughs> hours. Putting in that practice, you see only a third of the way there. But, you know, it's one of those things where if you if you put in the time, you put in the effort, that the payoff is immense. And yes. it's that marathon, right? Like you, like you alluded to earlier. And I think there's a whole lot to be gained because once you build this thing, it runs like clock. Right. It's one of those things that like it takes a lot of energy to build an automobile. But once you build an automobile, that thing goes for 200,000 miles. Yep. And that's kind of what thought leadership is. It's, it's when you get your content out there, once you have something impactful to say, once you have kind of carved out that niche, carved out that sphere of genius, you can ride that pretty far because what you have to say matters. It's not just gibberish on the internet. It's not just a photo of a new building. It's not just you in front of a car. It, it really starts to impact others. And once you impact others, that's when you find synergies and that's when good things happen. 
Well said, 100%. And, you know, there's people who say put out content every day. And I agree with that once you know what to say. To say stuff that is banal, that is cliche, it's better to say nothing. And I'm straight up serious. It's better to shut up and not be thought of as another kind of uh, Instagram influencer than to go out there and say that crap and have people go, ah, he's just another one of these guys who's, you know, trying to look good and smart. He's got nothing valuable to talk about. Start saying something when you got something valuable and real to say, you know, and don't hire um, a marketing agency to teach you thought leadership. Thought leadership is a way to do marketing, but they don't know what they're doing with thought leadership. They are pure and simple marketers. And when they say, just get out there, we're going to make the videos look slick and good and say that. What the hell do they know about you and your expertise, really? They're looking at you at, at, the, at the most cursory surface level. And that doesn't help nobody. Doesn't help nobody. Okay, I had a client, fitness trainer, okay? You look like a pretty buff, bulky dude yourself, right? So he kind of was like you. He was a big dude, right? Um, and he came to me because his business was tanking. He just was, he again, one of those guys willing to work with anybody. And when I met him, he just said, yeah, man, I'll work with anybody. And I just tried to like get him off that. And no, 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 no. And I said, look, you, you have got to like narrow. And he just like thinks for a minute, right? And he goes, okay, doctors. And I'm like, whoa, that was fast. Why doctors? He said, uh, well, my dad's a doctor. I'm like, oh, promising. He said, and doctors make a lot of money. And I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> No, 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 no. He said, I'm doing it. So he goes out there and I think he signed up one doctor in six months. So it was not a total loss, but it was a loss. I come to him again and I go, dude, man, no, we need to figure this out. Doctors weren't the right one. He goes, okay, okay. He said, I got it. Cardiologists. I'm like, why cardiologists? He said, they're narrower than doctors, right? They're like a subset of doctors. Like, yeah. He says, and they make more money than regular doctors. I'm like, no. No, he did it anyways. Keep in mind, this guy's business is making less than $2,000 a month. Like he is borrowing money from mom and dad to keep the lights on, okay? Like that's how bad it was, right? So didn't work. Cardiologist didn't work. God had another plan for this man. He sent him a Paralympian with a missing leg and he was very humbled by this and he he really went out of his way to do a great job for this guy and he did and he, he found that he loved it and he came to me and he'd had an epiphany and he said to me nikki i i i've been an idiot really i've just been so selfish and thinking about myself and you know i just said well i'm not going to disagree with you <laughs> but you know he said, I've been going after money and that was wrong. And I really now want to go after being of service. And I want to be of service to people with missing limbs because I, 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 you know, I know what to do. I said, that's a great idea. Never heard of anybody working as a fitness coach with people with missing limbs. Anyways, long story short was he started to put himself out there. 
and you know he found God's favor because he went from having fewer than 10 clients to over 400 new clients in six weeks. You think about this, 400 new clients in six weeks, because when he caught the wave and when his thought leadership really started to shine, God's favor found this man, you know, and he made six figures a month as a personal trainer. Who makes that kind of money as a personal trainer, bro? Who? Nobody. Except this fella and a few guys like him. Celebrity trainers, maybe. But, like, this dude could no longer do one-on-one sessions. 400 clients in six weeks was way too many for him to do one-on-one. So I told him, you need to create some sort of online fitness coaching, which is now the norm, but wasn't back in 2016, 2017, 2018. And that's how he, you know, changed his life, changed his business and did something good in the world, you know, by working with people with missing lungs. Yeah, no, it, it all comes back to the idea of service, right? Because when you think about it, when was the last time you tipped the salesman, right? When was the last time you gave money and appreciation to somebody who actively tried to sell you something? But when somebody comes and they perform a service, right? When somebody brings you food, when somebody takes your luggage up to the hotel, you tip them because there's a they, they did something for you that was above and beyond. And that's where that extra value is created, right? Because anybody can sell you something to create that extra level of value, that's where the thought leadership comes in, right? There's a million people who can do, you know, personal training, but there's maybe only a hundred guys that have trained a Paralympian in the entire world. Yeah. So, you know, this guy, as he developed that thought leadership over those couple of weeks, he created a way to serve people above and beyond what is expected. And that's where that extra margin was made. That's where, you make the money. You make the margin in that above and beyond category because that's where the extra comes in, right? That's where you're above and beyond. You're in your own specialty and that's what sets you apart from everybody else. Hey, yeah, agreed. Agreed, brother. Agreed 100%. Yep. So what's up next for you and where can our listeners find out more about you, more what's going on, and uh, find your other podcasts. I really appreciate you asking that question. So um, summertime, uh, Bill, I found a lot of people struggle in the summer in their businesses, right? So what we decided to do at the end of May was to start what is now gonna be an evergreen program that's very sales focused and it's all about helping people um, who take a little dip in the summer or even if they don't, they just want to ramp up their efforts, you know, bring in a lot more revenue into their business. So that's what's next for us. We've got about a dozen people in that program right now, and we're looking to add another 25. So if you own a business and you really would like anywhere between an extra 50 and a hundred or $200,000 in additional revenue in the next two months as a cash infusion in your business, I would, I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to tell you about what we're doing and whether, see if it makes sense for you and what you want to accomplish for yourself. So that's really immediately what's next for us. 
And if you want to get on my calendar to talk about that or really anything, I'm, I'm, I'm down to talk about anything. It doesn't have to be about that. Just come to um, eCircleAcademy.com forward slash appointment. That's eCircleAcademy.com forward slash appointment. Just let me know you came from Bill's show. It's a, it's a free coaching call. I won't charge for it. And I'll, I'll make sure that I keep the appointment that way. Uh, and we'll, we'll have a nice chat. So that's that. Yeah, that's really awesome. And I really appreciate you doing that for the listeners. I'm sure it can be very impactful to have a one-on-one coaching call, especially with somebody who has an expertise in how to become a thought leader and you know how to grow a business and has done it in the past. Thank you so much for coming on, Nikki. We really appreciated having you and really enjoyed your insights. Um, as everybody knows, we put out an episode every week, so we hope you'll join us in the future. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Disruptive Minds podcast.